All right, good morning. Happy Easter. You've made it. I'm glad that you're here with us. The interesting thing for us is that it's been a good spring. Normally at Easter, we would be saying like, oh, the weather's terrible. When's snow going to disappear? God has been gracious to us. Today, I want to share with you a pretty simple story with some pretty simple truths. It's the heart of, of Easter. It's the heart of the Gospels. Follow along, and it's going to be on the screen. If you brought your Bibles, we're going to be in John chapter 20. John chapter 20, we're going to just read a whole bunch of the story. Kind of get an image of of what God is up to. Early on the, the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone was removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon and Peter and the other disciple, the one that Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running. And I love this little part. The other disciple outran Peter because that was really important and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked at the strips of linen. Then Simon Peter came along uh, behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, and this is another important part, the other disciple who had reached the, the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. Verse 9, they still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent down to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one of them at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman... Why are you crying? They have taken away the Lord. And I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him. And I'll go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and and cried out, Rabbi, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news and proclaimed, I have seen the Lord. And she told them the things that that Jesus had said to her. I, I love those words. Can you imagine Mary's voice? Clear, firm, above all what she does know. Yet she's filled with awe and wonder. 
Contrast that with what the disciples said in in Mark chapter 16, verse 11, which said this, when they heard that Jesus was alive and that she, Mary, had seen him, they did not believe it. Mary lingered at the empty tomb of Jesus. Jesus had had meant something to, to Mary. Too many of us in this Easter season rush by the tomb. We never think, we never give any thought to the most impressive symbol of the message of the resurrection. The emptiness of the the burial place are the vivid facts, the vivid memory of the resurrection. That first Easter morning, three different people came to the tomb. There was Mary, who we're going to talk about. There was John, the disciple that Jesus loved. And there was Peter. All three of these individuals came with a different approach and a different attitude. Mary, her purpose was to come to the tomb to anoint the body as was custom in those days. She saw from a distance that the the stone was moved away. She stopped, she stared, she turns around and runs back to the disciples and yells, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we have no clue where they've laid him. She assumes that the the body has been stolen. But before we get into the story, let's just spend a few minutes looking in at who Mary Magdalene was. Luke chapter 8 tells us that Jesus had cast seven demons out of her. Tradition tells us that she was the woman in Luke chapter 7 that you might remember who washed Jesus' feet with her hair, with her tears. She anointed Jesus with expensive perfume, the kind that prostitutes would have used in their trade. Jesus had forgiven her past, changing her from being a woman of the night to a woman of light. Her name, Mary of of Magdala means that she was from a little rural town in Galilee, a place with very little reputation. Maybe she would be in 2021 a country girl who had just decided to follow Jesus around in his ministry. No matter what, she would have been not well known. She had no special qualifications. The fact that, that Jesus appeared to her first after his resurrection makes her testimony all that more remarkable. And then add to the fact that women in first century Jewish culture were not given any credibility in a court of law. And we can only conclude that the power that is unleashed in the resurrection is not just for the rich and famous. It's for all people, regardless of where they live, what they've done, what calamities have visited them. This means that the Easter message for us today is of God's amazing grace. At this point in the story, Mary doesn't think about the words of Jesus and the idea of the resurrection. All she can think about is that he's gone. Go back to, to verse, chapter, verse 1 Sorry, in the story we read. It says that, that Mary went to the tomb while it was still dark. The, the Greek word, the really fancy word for dark is, is a technical term that meant it was somewhere between three and six in the morning. It was early. Some of you know what it's like to 
to get up early when you have an anxiety attack. You're just nervous of the day. Mary's outside the tomb. Her ears are, are her, her eyes, sorry, are filled with tears. Verse 11 actually said that she stood outside the tomb and was weeping. She lost Jesus. And now it appears that someone had broken in and actually stolen his body. Her tears just wouldn't stop. Maybe in this past year, some of us have experienced that same kind of grief when we've lost a loved one. Mary discovered that the the tomb was open, the body was gone, when she couldn't figure out what had happened and what it meant. In verse 13, she says this, they've taken away my Lord and I don't know, I have no clue where they have laid him. And then she saw Jesus. But through her tears, she thought he was the gardener. Everything seemed to be out of place. It seemed mysterious. The possibility of his resurrection had not yet occurred to her. Sometimes you and I face the brokenness or the harshness of life. All we can think about is the act or the situation that's affecting us. All that we can think of is the hurt, the pain, the brokenness that has happened to all of us. Mary was like that. But Mary didn't give up. She goes back to the tomb. She still doesn't go in, but she returns to the tomb. She sends John and Peter to go in. They look around and they go back. But Mary stands outside the tomb. She's weeping. She's weeping for Jesus. She's weeping because she wanted to have her responsibility of of kind of finalizing his death. But Mary gets some courage, just like you and me. And she peeks inside the tomb. As she peeks, she gets that courageous feeling and suddenly goes all the way into the tomb. The, the men say, women, I mean, the angels say, woman, why are you weeping? She says to them, it's over. They've taken away my Lord and I don't know what to do. As Mary uh, turns to leave the tomb, she sees someone in the doorway. She thinks maybe it's the groundskeeper. He speaks to her saying, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? That's the same question that Jesus is asking today. Why are you crying? And you and I need to be honest with him. We need to not just sniff it away and say, nothing, I'm okay. Jesus knows that you're crying. There could be many answers to that question as as many of us could imagine. For us that know the Lord, that's part of our existence. There's brokenness, there's pain. Horatio Spafford penned these famous words in a famous hymn. When sorrows like sea billows roll. What are you going through right now that is causing you pain and sorrow? Mary isn't the only one who stood in the cemetery while battling tears. You may be stinging from the death of a loved one. You may be hurting because of a recent diagnosis that you or someone you love has gotten. 
Your eyes may be filled with tears because of some problems that you're facing. The list is endless. On Easter Sunday, Jesus sees your pain. He cares about your pain. The Bible says that he is our high priest who is touched by the feelings of our weakness. But Mary still doesn't recognize him. But then something wonderful happens. Something great happens. Jesus says one word, Mary. And immediately Mary knows that it's Jesus. And she says, teacher. At that point, Jesus couldn't conceal himself any longer. He simply spoke his name. She fell at his feet and answered his question, who are you looking for? Jesus, I'm looking for you. And she found him. So who are you looking for today? Jesus knows your name too. He knows everything about you. You could easily imagine him calling your name out right now and asking, Matt, who or what are you looking for? Jesus had indeed risen from the dead. He is alive standing next to Mary. Can you imagine the joy, the utter happiness that was leaping in her heart? She could have yelled so loud that everyone could have heard her say, Jesus is alive. But Jesus stops her and gives her some simple instructions. Don't hold on to me. For I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to the Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Jesus tells Mary to go back to the disciples and tell them what she has seen. Mary has seen the Lord. Mary, the one who was afraid to poke her head in the tomb. Mary could not fathom that Jesus has risen from the dead, was the one chosen by Jesus to go back and tell this important mission. It wasn't Mary. I mean, sorry, it wasn't Peter. It wasn't John. It was Mary. How ironic that the people whom society saw as weak the people who weren't of much value, the women were the first ones to understand about the resurrection. The point here is that Jesus came not for those who had it all, but he came for those who needed someone, a savior. He came to those who understood and experienced the brokenness of the world. And where do you and I find Jesus today? Have you fallen on your knees and declared that Jesus is Lord? You may consider your, yourself a, a, a skeptic. There was a skeptic among the disciples. On that first Easter evening, Jesus showed up among his disciples, but Thomas was missing. When he returned, he told uh, the good news that Jesus was alive. Thomas was still standing on the sidelines. I, I'll believe him when I can place my fingers in the nail prints. Jesus is a risen Lord who is here to all those who are feeling less than God intended us for, for us to feel. He is here today for the lonely, the parent who lost a child, the older couple who is seeing life slowly slip away. He is there for the unemployed, 
He is there for us that have estranged relationships. He is there for us who is searching to find out the meaning in life. He is here. The Lord at this moment and this time, Jesus Christ is risen and he is risen today. We say that we've met the Christ, the risen Christ. Well, who knows? Who have we told? Can we be like Mary who went and told? It's time for us to tell people about this wonderful news. You see, the heart of the gospel is pretty simple. If you can proclaim like Mary, I have seen the Lord. If you can be like Zacchaeus who climbed a tree just to see Jesus. If you can be like the four friends in Mark chapter 2 who brought their paralyzed friend to see Jesus because they knew that if they saw Jesus, their friend would be healed. Maybe that's the heart of Easter in 2021. If we can catch a glimpse of Jesus, our life will be changed. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.